El nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's es crujiente, tiernito, jugoso. Es pollo en la McDonald's, un mordisco y wow. es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para pa pa pa. En McDonald's participantes. Introducing the SND Podcast Channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and/or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. episode 184 of the S&D Podcast Show. We're going to go a little old school tonight. Steve yeah. and Dan. Yeah, Ben's on the DL. Not the DL. He just uh, first he took a vacation day. day. Yeah, he took a vacation day. He, he we'll started. dock him. We'll dock him, Pat. We, we, okay. don't, we don't charge for Oh, uh, <laughs> no. Ben, Ben's uh, got the day off. Uh, we don't have the sub, but it's okay. Yeah. Ben, we don't have the extra outfield like the Mets. Uh, we, we'll, we, we've done three years without him. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's our prize free agent though so he, he needed a couple of days it's all good um it's a the nba draft so we're gonna have a little fun here and do this like basically live with the draft oh yeah mm-hmm. we're live watching the draft right now so anything can happen does kp get traded does Melo get traded who's the biggest name out of the knicks that you expect to move that you would expect to see move Melo's not getting traded outside he's- of the knicks Oh, outside the next, really no one. You don't think Butler or George get moved? No, but maybe Butler. They've been flirting it. But you know the NBA, it's so weird. The um, the rumors are really hard to come by because you literally could, you can literally talk about one thing and you could really, there'll be rumors all week and then nothing happens. That happens every year. So, with that being said, uh, probably Butler. Maybe George, but that that could happen anytime because the well, Lakers the, are gonna. The problem with George is he's already said he's signing with the Lakers next summer. He's basically exactly. announced it. My my thing with Butler, if he's gonna get moved, T Wolves, and I just got an alert saying that the T Wolves are close to acquiring him. Tip it up. That's right. Put him in the backcourt. Wiggins up front. Tows up front. Tows at the uh, Wiggins at the three. Tows at the five. And and uh, um, Wiggins at the f- no Tows at the five, Wiggins at the four, and uh, Butler back at the one or the two. Yeah, one of them. So I honestly, honestly, I, Butler's gonna be the the main guy on that team. And everything like that so I, I don't know it's gonna be interesting it's really it's really bad with uh it's really bad with um kp if the rumors are true is because phil's upset about the um missed the, the missed it, uh meeting did it really matter like it's a- we sucked uh hopefully these are the things to work on this year and uh have a good summer i mean i mean what did he call him Feels that much of a baby, like, but Phil knows what he's doing, so it's okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but the one thing with Phil I don't like, and it's very bad. Is that he doesn't know what he's doing. That will besides <laughs> that, 
business ethics ethics is the oh let's shit on let's shit on our star players so by the time anybody wants to come here no one wants to come here at one you the stock of trade value on Melo is completely diminished and Melo has a no trade clause so obviously if he doesn't want to go there it's never happening so that's a bad job on you for doing the no trade clause in the first place so it's going to be interesting to see. The Nets don't have the pick now because they traded um, D'Angelo um, Hall. They got him. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. Russell. I'm sorry. I got football in my head. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. That should be a good pickup. There were three. They were, they were, they're big at the three-point line, that team. And Russell is the type of guy that will run down the court. Very similar to like Kobe used to be. Run down the court and pop. Yeah. That's the type of player Russell is. Um, also, with the Thim is hopefully the Nets realize that he's a good facilitator and everything like that and with that just let them play just, just obviously you need play you obviously you gotta play the plays but let him do him and let it work out because you know the nets are a couple years away to begin with so let's see what the nets do with everything like that deal is done in principle by the way i haven't gotten anything yet so deal done in principle oh, there we go um nope. butler for zach levine Chris Dunn, who I don't even know who this is, and the seventh overall pick. Pretty sure Dunn might be a guard, and I could be wrong. I really don't follow the T Wolves to give you a. Uh, <laughs> uh, but good for them. Well, the Laker pick is in. We'll watch the Laker pick. Let's see what happens. Is this going to be Wall? I would love for them to bounce and not take him. I love the Alonzo. They have the big three on his tie. Alonso on his bow tie, tie, yeah. And his dad had it straight down his regular tie. Pretty funny. All right, come on. Did you see the E60 piece on them? The family? The, no, the dad's I, like, I, can't I picked my wife, I'm having boys, and that's it. We have three, we're ready to go. That's weird. Because <laughs> he knows that they were going to pop out. Um, but good for him. He looked out. All right. I forgot. I didn't realize Reese Davis is doing the draft. He never did basketball all season, but good for him. ESPN has nobody left. Yeah, it's true. All right, the Lakers select. Come on, anybody but Paul. There we go. Childhood <laughs> dream. Congratulations. And now the dad's going to be the biggest dickhead in the planet. There we go. They got literally handshakes with everybody. Like, the whole family has handshakes. Even the agent has a handshake. Of course they do. They're bollocks, man. <laughs> Look at the dad. See, that's what's pissing me off. The ESPN has shown more of the dad than actually him. Of course, he found the camera. See? There we go. Pay attention to the kid. It's his <laughs> night. They were bugging out. I forgot which one it was. It was either Eisen or, pa- or Patrick. They were bugging out and saying they have to worry about the kid. It's his yeah, night. Yeah, <laughs> it's the kid's night. But everywhere, the tomorrow, let's see. There we go. And what do you know? He has a purple and gold hat ready to go with the big ball logo. He knows how to market, but come on. Let, Lor- let Lonzo have his night, and let's begin with that. Um, good for him. He, he, I'm sure he was a Laker fan growing up, because not everybody was a Clipper fan, obviously. They're the <laughs> Nobody's a Clipper fan. Redhead ch- stepchild, granted, they're that bandwagon team. Speaking of them, Paul George, and they said they want to swoop in and try and sign and trade him. Go for it. I I can see him going. He, he's been mentioning the Spurs a lot. You know, LaMarcus cool. Aldridge's name got mentioned today. Yeah, I heard that, but I don't see, I don't see that happening. They spent a lot of money on him, and he's a good player. 
I don't see that. And he finally like, when you go to when you go to the Spurs, it takes a takes about a month into the season to get used to that that yes. system. And once they do, they become the player they're supposed to be. And you know. No, absolutely. I think that I think they would be crazy to do that move, uh, trading Aldridge. It's because they just spent the King's ransom, and they are that good team. They just need that one more piece. Maybe that Chris might Paul. be Chris Paul. Which is crazy to think, because Parker never said he's retiring. Hey. Did break? It did tear his ACL though. They did tear. He's not going to retire, but you know what? Parker's old enough, and I know he's still. He'll, he'll be enough, a six. He's really good to become a six. Imagine him being a six. But also now Ginobili saying he may not retire, so there's another guy who's a six. So now you're gonna have a good six seven, on the bench. Yeah. That, hold on, they're the only three, to be top two. Oh, six burn. Okay, I was like, why are they only showing the three? I was like, there has to be a lot. Oh. <laughs> um, won a championship ten straight. Can years. we can we just talk about how? ESPN just compared him to Ricky Rubio. Oh, no. <laughs> so basically, he's going to average less than 10 points a game and average 20 assists. That's rough. <laughs> That's rough. Hopefully, he stays healthier than uh, Rubio. Rubio. I wouldn't mind the Knicks having him, though. But that's been a rumor for years. just never came to fruition. Yeah, but isn't he a free agent? I think he's a free agent this year. Maybe. But he's not coming to the Knicks. No, no one's coming to the Knicks. No one wants to be in the spotlight of... Uh... No. Porzingis for Rubio, straight up. No. <laughs> like like the ransom said today, it has to be the Herschel Walker trade from <laughs> eons ago that pretty much set the Cowboys up for Super Bowl runs <laughs> to uh, get that happening. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. The guy who, the, if, you, if the jersey sells, why are you selling the guy? Yeah. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's just a, the Knicks are just dysfunctional. It's the New York way. I saw the tweet that said it perfect the other day. In a city that has an, the Mets and Jets, they're not the most dysfunctional franchise. That was actually uh, Diamond. Said, was it? Yeah, ironically. <laughs> Justin. He, Justin, yeah. Always mess up the names, but it's, yeah, it was Justin. It was either Justin, or was it Jared or Justin? I think it was Jared who said no, it. No, it was Jared. Yeah, yeah, Jared. It confused me. Right, right, we're having Justin on the show. Yes, Jared, Jared is the blogger. No, yeah, no, it was, it was Justin. We'll bring it up later tonight. You sure it was him? I'm pretty sure it was his brother. I'm sure it was Jared. It was, it was a diamond. It was in it was the diamond. It was 100% of diamond, but we'll, we'll ask him tonight. I'm pretty sure it was Justin. Look at this, they're already interviewing the dad. Yeah, what else is that? Whatever, what else are we talking about tonight? I are they going to trade everybody else just because this kid's going to be basically... Look at him. Look at him. He's such a dickhead. He, you, you can just look. He's just a tool. <laughs> but good for them. Uh, is he going to have all three sons go to the Lakers? Like, is he going to force all three no, sons? Not necessarily. Well, if this one's supposed to be so good, the next year the Lakers shouldn't be a top five pick because he's gotten his... The next son's going to UCLA next year as a freshman. They're all one and done. He already said. They're not allowed to stay. It's literally the other one's not even the third one's not even making the NBA. He already committed to UCLA. They all did. The coach is like, shit. Got to deal with this guy asshole every day. Well, the the youngest one's in like eighth grade, so he's got like six years left of this family. Yeah, crazy. It's gonna be a long time. Everyone loves the little one because he scored ninety points in a game where there was no. He's the middle one. No, he's the youngest one. The The middle one. The middle one's going to college next year. He's he was a senior. Okay. 
the youngest one's the one who scored the 90 in a game in a charity game where no one was playing defense and he stood on the other side of the court. So it was basically five on four every time okay. on defense. All right. And then he played in a summer league where they played defense. And got shut down. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> but the thing is, that's not fair. Obviously, everybody knows his ball, and they're going to videotape every move they do. So let's, let's see what happens with that. They're still young, so they're, they're going to have those moments. Knicks are drafting Luke Kennard. I'm calling it right now. The white point guard. <laughs> it is what it is, man, honestly. Okay, so they're swiping first-round picks, the Bulls and the T-Wolves. Zach Levine's the slam dunker. The guy who's... Yeah, but what else is he? He's apparently been good. Now I remember, recall who he is. Because I see that... Levine, I remember... Levine, I know Dunn was the one we didn't know who that was. Yeah, Dunn... Dunn is the... I'm pretty sure he's the decent point guard from a couple of years ago. And that name's definitely familiar. The thing to also remember, well, with the NBA draft, it's very similar to the NFL draft. Guys get drafted and then traded. Oh, yeah. Throughout yeah. the night. Yeah, throughout so, the night. So, you know, the Celtics and Knicks could be talking still about Porzingis, and the Knicks could be telling them who to pick. Exactly. It could be very much a, the a old, swipe. The old Eli Manning and Phil Rivers. Rivers, right. You know, select our guy here. When we get to our pick, you tell us who you want. We'll swipe him and then some. Yeah. Even though the Knicks weren't willing to give up. It's such nonsense. Thanks, Nets. Thank, thank you, Nets, for having the Celtics be the number one pick. but they Possibly two years in a row. Unbelievable. They got fleeced so bad. I, it's, it's really unbelievable how bad how fleece, how bad they got fleeced. Uh, Woj just tweeted out, Indiana and Boston engaged in serious Paul George talks. Okay, that's been rumored forever, according to Bill Simmons. You know, you know what was an interesting... Um, on Eisen was the Orlando Magic GM today. Probably and what he, he, said, he used to be... Jason Tatum. Good for him. Going to Boston. Um, so he used to be the GM in Philly, and the owner always told him there's one rule, never call Boston. Why? Because they were bitter rivals. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So why are they, so he's like, I can't believe they're making trades now, blah, blah, blah. Oh, look, Jack Capuano, I think, has a job. Well, where, the, 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 uh... I've been wrong about this once, but I think this is where Jack Capuano goes. I can see it. Apparently, uh, Florida, to be with the Panthers, Look at this is, is rumored. What a dick. <laughs> Alexis Which has more, a combined Islander net game or the NBA draft? NBA Attendance. draft, way to go. <laughs> I don't know why, I can't. I used to want to go to these things, but looking back now, I, there's not a shot in hell I'd go to things unless I get paid to, or go for free and get to meet players or anything. If like there was that. one that we would ever want to, it would have been the NFL draft. Yeah. If it was a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> now that it's prime time, it just makes it impossible because even you in the city getting out at five, the line's oh, probably no, ridiculous. You've got to be online for days. Just to get in the door, you have to and be online. And for its first come, first serve, back in the day. Right, I think now it's tickets. Well, Philly was outside, so they had it open to whoever wanted to show up. I think by the stage was tickets. Though. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would assume so. Or maybe I don't myself. remember Tatum. I'll be honest. That Ta- was a nice bump, but I... Ta- Tatum's like a smaller Wiggins, if I remember correctly, and based on what I've been reading about him, he wasn't like a crazy. Like prospect, 
but good enough. Well, he's better defensive, good defensively, and the Celtics needed that, obviously, so that's good to see. Well, it didn't really help when they got knocked, when Duke got knocked out in, like, the 32. See, this is the problem with college basketball. You, you, you don't get years of watching players and knowing the players with repertoire. Like Fultz. How many people have seen Fultz? His team didn't even make, like, the last two years, the number one pick... Their teams didn't even make the tournament. I know how bad you have to be to not make the tournament? There's 68 teams that make the tournament. Come on. Granted, 20 of them are handed out. Oh, yeah. Because there's you a mean, thousand. You mean tell me you can't be one of the top 20 teams? Well, the first 20 are handed out because of the, the conferences. conferences and then the next 15 to 30 are at large. But, are at large, but they're also but, basically all the top power schools. Yeah, Washington yeah. should make it, though. Exactly, but they did. And also, the Suns' pick has already been made. Um, Josh Jackson, kid from Kansas. His mom looks like she's not even forty. <laughs> well, let's. Uh... There is already in, but we got three minutes. Yeah. Okay, so we will be back. By yeah, the time... we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with Justin to do the rest of the picks through the Knicks. At least through the Knicks. And then we'll discuss some other stuff with him. Go in the Yankees. So, we'll be right back. Alrighty, welcome back to episode 184 of the S&D Podcast Show. Uh, we're up to pick six in the NBA Live. I'm sure you all are very much enjoying us live talk about the NBA Draft. Well, I'm bracing ourselves <laughs> for the next break, our hearts, like always. Um, Told you, we're taking the token white guy from Duke. Okay. It is what it, <laughs> honestly, it is what it is. We're so far away from anything, and only speaking, two teams are going to win the championship anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Speaking of Nick fans and suffering, we would like <laughs> to welcome in our good friend, Justin. What's going on, man? Hey, guys. How we doing? Yeah, suffering. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> I mean. All right, so we have to get this debate over with. Was it you or your brother who tweeted out the other night in a city where we have the Mets and Jets, they're not the most dysfunctional family? Uh, <laughs> I, I retweeted it, but he tweeted it, unfortunately. <laughs> right. And actually, actually, funny story. He uh, well, I actually, saw, I saw two, do it. Okay. Yeah, two, two funny stories. A, he just texted me. Uh, <laughs> he wrote, Judge. That's it. And then... <laughs> and then uh, and B, he tweeted, he texted me that night when he tweeted that. He's like, it's a pretty good tweet that I wrote out today, right? <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, yeah, man, it's a great tweet. It's blowing up. Was that the one? That was the one. I think. Oh, yeah. Last... He CC'd you. He CC'd you on a tweet today, I saw. Yeah, that was a different one. Uh, yeah, he's. Snyder. Oh, Ref Snyder. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you guys don't want to talk about that, but that, get, that gets me riled up. So uh, um, a little bit of Met breaking news is Rafael Montero is starting Sunday in San Francisco. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw Tyler Pills taking the uh, first plane back to Las Vegas right now. Yeah, we got Chase Bradford back. <laughs> Guy from yeah. 2006. Wasn't that his name? Chase Bradford? Summer. Chad Bradford. <laughs> so what do you guys – you guys are selling. You guys got to sell. Oh, I take, oh, yeah, definitely. At this point, you got to sell. Nine games under 500? Give me, give me Lucas Duda. Laura we'll McMeanan. I'll take him in a second. I'm a big Duda guy. The Bulls select Laurie McMeanan at the number seven pick. The guy who's supposed to be like Fizingas. 
Lori Mc. Is that a girl? <laughs> Sounds like it. What's it? Lori. Is that his name? Oh, yeah. it's five. It's five three now in the Yankee game. Also, and the Knicks that- are taking Frank Nil Nikinka. That, I might love- be, that might be the Przingis guy, so be careful with that. Oh. <laughs> what Przingis guy? He's one of the guys who's supposed to be the next coming of Przingis. So we're trading well, this- Przingis because we're getting another one? Well, this is uh, this guy's from Fran- France. He's Nick-a, a point Nick-a, guard. Nick-a, 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 Nick-a. I watched Nick-a. I watched his highlight reel the other day. He's got a nice shot, plays with oh, a lot of energy. Guard. Okay, I'm so, I'm so- I think I, I think this. I, nobody knows how to pronounce his last name. I think the Knicks have this trend of drafting people where you don't know how to pronounce uh, pronounce their names. Started with Porzingis. That took me like uh, you know half the season to remember what his name was. Not half the season, but it took me a little bit to remember. And then Hernan Gomez. Like I don't know what are they? There there may as well just be a team from Europe by the end of this. Uh, by the end of this. Well, we're uh, trading all the Europeans. Yeah, yeah, they're trading all the Europeans. <laughs> Trade no, they're not trading for. I don't think they could trade for Zingas at this point. Right? How do you sell the one guy who makes you money? I just think it was stupid from the beginning to even contemplate it because I always think that there's enough adequate point guards out there in this draft that you could build around your future All Star power forward, what or center or whatever position you're going to play him. Why would you give away, uh, you know, a sure? I don't want to say surefire, but almost surefire guy to get. A potential surefire guy. Like I don't. It just doesn't make sense. You have that star player. You have that cornerstone of a player. You build around him. That's usually how it works. I feel like that's listen, why you never see these big time players getting traded or moved. I feel like. Listen, I thought D'Angelo Russell was the best fit for the Knicks point guard wise. You bring him in. He's under contract. You have Przingis under contract. You build around the two. If it doesn't work, they're both still young enough where you can move them and get assets back. Yeah, true, true, very true. I mean, I, I think D'Angelo is going to be a good fit in, um, good fit in Brooklyn. I, I'm excited for that. Uh, he's, uh, I think he fits that that three point system. They got, they they shot the Nets shot so many threes last year. I think they were like fourth in the league sh- attempts for three point attempts. I think they got like a fast pace system going there, and I think I think D'Angelo fits it. I don't know. So, but I. Uh, I don't know the Lakers. You'll see how they are. I don't. I'm not really. I'm not really into Lonzo Ball. I don't know. Well, no it's not because <laughs> his father, though. I just don't really. Yeah, these guys just don't. He didn't step up in those big games. I feel that's the only reason why I say that. I feel you. I, I didn't watch him that much. Obviously, I only watched him in the tournament. Some highlights here and there, but I don't know. He well, hasn't. He hasn't psyched me up. All I know is we both flipped because first thing that happened after he got off the stage was interview with his dad oh my god his dad found the camera magically and magically had the yellow and the yellow and purple big baller brand hat uh well it says here watch just dropped a bomb nick's plan to select guard frank Nintakita, I think, or Tinkina. I yeah. think the end is. I think the end is silent. Did you say that? <laughs> yeah. You just said that. I didn't know if that was like the what. I, tur- I turned on the uh, the like automatic alerts from him, so his right. tweets just come straight to my phone. The, it's just a bomb. Every it's an explosion every time. Every notification you get, just bombs. Watch bomb. 
The uh, did you see the Butler trade? I did see the Butler trade. Um, T Wolves win. I don't know. I, I don't know why the Bulls traded him. It's like the same thing with Porzingis. Like you have a young star, why not build around him? Why trade? Who they get from it? They got a that seven pick. They got the seven pick. Zach Levine. He's a good player, but I don't. He's no Jimmy Butler. And Chris Dunn. Yeah. No. Uh, why? I don't know why they would do that. To be honest, do they even have a pick? They must have had a pick this year, right? They, they weren't. Oh wait, did they make the playoffs? I don't remember. No, the they Bulls just they just missed the playoffs. They, they just swiped missed first round picks. In yeah. The deal. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like that move one bit. So basically, whoever they pick, no, the Bulls I think are picking now. Would be picking now at seven. Maybe. Yeah, they would have been, but the tr- the Wolves just snagged that. So it looks like, yeah. The, the Knicks would have snagged I – mean, I'm sorry. The Wolves snagged their seven pick or vice versa. It says here the Wolves have that seven pick, but I don't know if they updated it. I think the Bulls have that pick now. I don't know. It's all confusing. Hold on. I'll get you the exact trade. The Bulls – yeah, the Bulls yeah. plan to select Laurie Markin. Mark Keenan. It still says here the Wolves get the seven pick. Yeah, but because it's not – it's a proposed deal. So basically, right, the Wolves right. are going to pick what the Bulls want, and then at 16, the Bulls will pick what the Wolves want, and then they'll just flip up the players. Because it's right still got to go through on, the league. It's still got to go yeah, through the league. It's on TV right here. Zach Levine, Dunn. I don't know much about Chris Dunn. Yeah, we couldn't figure out who Chris Dunn is. But Jimmy you Butler... Because be Jimmy Butler... Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I do think Butler's a little... Overhyped. I don't know why. I I've seen him play. He's a good player, but I don't think. Who, yeah, but who, think about this. He's going to be your two. Wiggins is going to be your three or four. And then you have Carl Anthony Towns. And you got Carl Anthony Towns at the yeah, five. No, I in Thibodeau I'm system. I'm with you. I think it's a very good. Uh, I think it's a very good trade for Minnesota. They're going to kill it, man. Carl Anthony Towns is a great guy. Great player, great guy in general. They have $21 million of cap space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was on the Michael K show. They interviewed him on the Michael K show a couple weeks ago. He was it was a great Towns, interview. Yeah, really cool. That, yeah. He was at he was at the Steve Nash uh, charity soccer game yesterday in Central Park. Oh. And he missed the goal. Yeah. He he had like a penalty shot and he missed by like 30 feet. <laughs> did he really uh, did you where was that charity game oh Central Park you just said it wasn't Central you know who, Park it was somewhere in the city do you know no. who played no I don't know but I know Nash was there I know Sasha was there um a bunch of other guys were there I was noticing but yeah it's like a charity uh, game yeah he, I'm sorry I'm, like, I'm finishing up this text with my brother he keeps on texting me I'm just trying to give him this one last isn't he working I don't know what he's doing these days. No. <laughs> he's been doing some traveling, but he's trying to just talk, talk to me about Judge. Um, Tyler Copert's going to come in and blow the game anyway, so it's okay. Give me one second. You can edit this out. And then I'm shutting this phone off. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, he's not He's not, He's not. not at the Yankee game, if that's what you're referring to. No, he doesn't do the oh, Casher sucks. Um, okay. All right, I got it. Hold on, what were you just? 
Okay, uh, okay. Now you can cut back in. So someone someone just tweeted <laughs> out the next year's starting five is her her Gomez, Perzingis, Melo, Courtney Lee, and Tequila. I think the end's silent. Yeah, it's just Tequila. I'm calling him Tequila. Yeah, I like it. What's uh? Can we coin that somehow? I mean, I'm down. Oh, Sanchez is up. He's such a beast, that guy. So, are the Knicks going anywhere next year, or are we just... No, they're not. <laughs> I think they... I don't know. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> See, look, me and my friend, who's a, who's a Nets fan, and he hates the Knicks, for the past three years, we've had a bet. No, maybe two years. That's been three years. The last two years, I bet him... Like fifty bucks, the Knicks are going to make the playoffs. And uh, I, like last year, I was convinced the Knicks were going to make the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs, obviously. The year before that, I thought they were going to make the playoffs. They were close. This year, I, I don't know. Usually, when expectations are low, that's when things jump up, like the Yankees. So, you know what? I'm going to say they make the playoffs again. Why not? I, if this French kid's any good, this this uh, tequila guy. And I still think you got some people. Uh, I think you got Hernan Gomez, and and then you got, uh, you know, Porzingis. I'm hoping is going to have a bounce back year, which I think he could. But it's just a matter of the move the Knicks need to make is signing JJ Redick. Is he a free agent? He is. Oh, that well, they still have Courtney Lee, right? Yeah, but you signed JJ to be the sixth man. Yeah, or vice versa, either or. Right, either of them could be sixth man. I mean, I'm a bit. I'm a big JJ guy. That guy. He was at the event, by the way. The soccer bit. Oh, I knew actually. He was a big soccer player. Yeah, he was at the event. So this is the guy that the Bulls are supposed to get, or who's like presenting us. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, a tall, lanky white guy. Yep, from another country. Went to Arizona. Yep. Um. Jeez. He's tall and lanky. The Knicks are 90 and 171 since Phil took over. We're over 500? Under. It's a 90 and... Oh, 90 and 171. Yes, yes. 90 and 171. <laughs> I thought you said 90 and 71. No. <laughs> I, what a guy that guy is, man. What a... I, do, you guy. do you think he was actually sleeping in practice? Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's like eighty. Yeah, I, unfortunately. Yeah, right. I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, how could you blame Jeannie, Jeannie Bus for for dumping him? Right? Like, come on. He rides a bus, bus in, the, in the city. If you had class like her, would you date a guy who rode the bus in New York City? Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, the Knicks are three fifty away from uh, officially selecting the uh, draft pick. Can't wait to hear the booze in Barclays Center. Yo, they almost sold out the Barclays Center. That's a rarity. <laughs> Here we are. No shit. Knicks. Poison Zen. Uh, Yo, please. they should have Oakley come out and announce the pick. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't yeah, think not if Dolan's at is Dolan's performing, he won't know. He's not even the garden also, so who cares? Right. He's not banned from the he's, Barclay. He's not banned. I think they reinstated him. No. There's no? a court date in, like, August. Oh, right. Okay. 
They showed the kid before like the draft started that was crying when they drafted Przingis, and he's wearing his Przingis jersey. Like he said, he's here. Yeah, because they got to show that kid for the next twenty years. That kid's a tool. Tingus, Pingus, yeah, that Michael Rappaport video or Ian Rappaport or Michael Rappaport. One of the Rappaport that video or him. Chris, no matter what. Do the hell is Tingus Pingus? I don't know, you got. You motherfucker! That's the kid. That's the kid. There he is. Now he's a Nick fan. Two years ago, he. Looks looks like he hasn't even gone through puberty yet. (laughs) It's only been two years. He was like six. This kid's literally the worst. The minute he picked Pizzingus, he was his biggest fan. (laughs) He was the cry. He was crying. I know. And then, like, they met each other. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I trust Phil Jackson. Right, let, let me reword myself. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say we have that on record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> quote, quote my, uh, yeah, quote me. But uh, listen, the only thing that Phil Jackson has done right for the Knicks it's has has been the dra- yeah the draft also. But yeah, he got Porzingis. He got Hernan Gomez. I really like Hernan Gomez. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll- He's a good guy down low, but like I don't. know. He got, didn't he draft, uh, what's his name, too? Who's the other big guy down low? Uh, other big guy down low. Arnon Gomez, Porzingis. Not and then no there's one. only... No. Oh, he also, got, he also got Ron Baker also, by the way. Oof. Are you talking about, you're talking about Kuzminskis? No, there's another guy. Kuz. Plumley? No. I don't know if there's another guy. New York Knicks. Whoa! Hey, yo, Woj bomb, Woj bomb. Celtics have agreed to tr- trade Jason Tatum, a- Avery Bradley, and Jay Crowder to the Pacers for for Paul George. That's crazy. Kyle Quinn is the other guy I was talking about. Oh, Kyle Quinn. No, yeah. he wasn't drafted. He, was he came from. He gave him the magic, but he got him. <laughs> oh, look. See, they're, they're such. T- oh, I hate them. They're such suckers. The kid, the kid that booed Porzingis and cried. He, uh, he, um. Him and his dad are wearing Porzingis jerseys. Oh, what a, what a, come on. Nakina, Nakia, Kina. Nikakina. How come I didn't get the Twitter alert about? Whoa, you screwed me over that Twitter report. Oh, he hasn't even mentioned the trade. Well, because it's a fake account. That... Yeah, they got me good. I tweeted it, but I'm going to pretend that I know it's fake. So, Frank I'm going to leave it up. Just to piss people He's off. a sharpshooter. Alright. Frank Tequila. <laughs> Yo, they better play that every time he hits a bucket. <laughs> I really like this guy. Tequila. Jeez. He has high best IQ. How about that? Ooh. Jeez. Who's he compared to? Is the question. Churchill isn't terrible. I'll take a George Hill type player. Hey, listen, man. 
I think it's a good. I think it's a very good pick. And who else? Could, I just, nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with this pick at all. He's how old is he? He's also not. What is he? Nineteen years old or something? Something like not, that. They said 18. 18? He's young, but I like the pick. Has a lot of talent. For our trip to Paris. Via cab and train for flight to New York? Jeez. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens. It's a rebuilding year. Listen, he's got a game tomorrow. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah! I read this. He led his team to like to force a game five in the playoffs, and he had to miss that game five to come here to uh, be in the draft. It's okay. This this uh, this guy's saying there's a fifty nine percent chance he's a bust. Great. <laughs> well, what about in between? Like, what about like? There's definitely an in between between all star. There's fourteen percent all star potential. The best in the draft. That's sad. I thought this draft was supposed to be deep. <laughs> Frank Nikita. So the L is silent. We got to hear dude. Mike Breen yell his name like 12 times. Bang! <laughs> I don't even think he does that anymore for the next. He's just like, yep, bug it. Because they're always down like 30 when there's a big moment. I'm a huge, uh, I'm a huge Breen fan. A Breen, we all are. A, uh, yeah, I like Breen Mike Breen. Clyde Duo. They're the best. You started to take great. over the Marv realm, better than Marv territory. Yeah, he he's been doing the finals for a long time. I think he's an all-time. I I mean, at this point of his career, I think I like uh, I like Breen better than Marv Albert. Not yeah. just me. I, I think he's a very classy guy. I still love, though, in the playoffs this year, how the Warriors just kind of threw it right to Mike Mark Jackson by having Mike Brown coach for a whole round and winning. Of course. So, sorry, yeah, but uh, so right before Aaron Judge's home run, they're showing this kid and his father, this little kid and his father who were who were pulling up a sign saying, we flew here for his first game to see Aaron Judge in the very next pitch. Judge obviously hit the homer, so now Ryan Rucco was talking to the kid in the at his father and his mom, who was pretty hot. <laughs> Sorry, I it just was noticed. Three run homer for Aaron Judge. Let's see. It, it was a oh Carter, no, it's foul. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a three run homer. Oh, he hit the he hit the dark windows. It was a great. The reaction from the father and his kid was priceless. Right, they stand up and they're going nuts. But yeah, there was the uh, he hit the uh, the restaurant. Is that a re- that's a restaurant, right? In center did field. It the, yeah. Did it hit the restaurant? It looked like it hit the restaurant and bounced back. Did it? I don't even know. I'll tell you what. I was at Judge's first game, uh, where he uh, he and Tyler Austin went back to back to then their first at bats in the big leagues, and Tyler Austin hit his homer. That was awesome. But then Judge hit his homer. And it hit off the restaurant, and I've never seen a ball go that far before in my life, and so I was, I was in shock to see that. It was a great way to, you know, start a big league career for the guy, even though he only hit like three after that, and he did terrible after for the rest of that season. But you met, my, you mentioned Tyler Austin. Should he be playing first base with the majors right now? 
Yeah, he should be playing first base. I don't get it. I mean, because Brian Cashman said they don't have a better option at first base, but this guy, he was very productive last year. He was a lot more productive than Aaron Judge was last year. So, you know, obviously these guys are the expert. I don't like to tell these guys how to do their job, but... Everybody knows Chris Carter is not the answer at first base. Tyler Clippard, uh, Tyler Austin. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. But Tyler Austin, he was very productive last year. A lot of big hits, got a very solid stroke, great opposite field power. Big fan of his opposite field, his opposite uh, opposite field approach. But I don't know. I mean, Chris Carter hit a double today, to you know his first at bat, and he's up right now. So, you know, and he just. But see, is, uh, they punched him out. Strike three. <laughs> they struck out. You said his name before. So when is Clippard getting DFA'd or moving down in the bullpen for the next couple of weeks? Hopefully tonight? Yeah, well, yesterday, I don't think he should pitch tonight. Yesterday when they were up 8-2, I actually pushed Girardi to throw him just to get a little confidence boost up. Because okay. this guy, you know, he's a professional major league pitcher. Oh, yeah, so. definitely. I mean, he's had success. I think he just had the yip. So hopefully, you know, you have an A two lead, not a lot of pressure, just go out and pitch, and you'd be okay. But next thing you know, he's just getting rocked. So, um, you know, now I you just you can't have him pitch in big spots for a long time. That's the the gist of it. Yeah. Listen, he was fine with the Mets until the postseason. Well, with the Mets, they... with the Mets, Terry literally used them every night. You could you could even ask your brother. I don't know if you watched every night, but. The whole, no, of, the whole month of August, he was out in the game every single night, and then September happened, and the playoffs happened, and his his arm was dead. And don't forget, you know, he did the same. They did the same thing with Pedro did, Feliciano. Didn't he have a solid uh, playoff though? No, twenty sixteen. No, no, he got lit. Where did he get lit? What what games did he get lit? I'm trying to remember because I remember most of those games. Well, so let's see. They they swept the Cubs, so kind of got hit yeah, too hard uh, there. Yeah, he didn't. Well, he didn't need to pitch that series. I guess the World Series. Did he blow a couple games in the World Series? No, Familia blew the games in the World Series. He barely. He barely no, he might have not barely pitched because we all, all the starters went seven and eight in the World Series. Yeah, well, he had to pitch eight. No, because we used we used Nice, Cologne, and yeah, we had the starters in the and bullpen. Then we, then we legit. Then we legit. Used familiar for five out saves every game. Steve, yeah. Up the stats? No, no, I wasn't. I was looking at other right. things. I wasn't sure. You were looking very intently, so I wasn't sure. But uh, from what I remember, he had a bad September, and then they didn't really want to use him much. But when they did, I. Don't Tyler Clippard. Let's see more Tyler Clippard pages. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Sacramento was training at number 10 kick to Portland. So season total. Yeah, they always have so many picks. Why is Tyler Clippard's at bats coming up? I don't care about his hit for <laughs> Dexter. Um, show season totals. It doesn't say. Oh, it has. No, that's his pitching for the game. Platoon, home and away, first half, second half, no playoffs. Oh, by month. Here, September. 
Can't be right. It said he batted 268 in the month of September. Here we go. Standard pitching for this guy. As a Met, he went 4-1 with a 3.06 earned run average. But, wow, in the playoffs. He literally pitched in three games. Oh, no. Dodger series, he had two games, had a 5.40 ERA. And the NLCS, he pitched in three games with a 6 ERA. And in the World Series, he played three games with a nine ERA for Tyler Clippard. So yeah, he got blown up in the playoffs. Yeah, I was I was on the defensive bandwagon. I was one of the few. We all were. It was just like he was just not helping himself. Didn't we bring him back too? Is no. he one of the guys we brought back? No, we never brought. Him back. Oh, we didn't bring him back. We signed Reed to be the eighth inning guy. Correct. Who's now the closer? Reed also sucked in the playoffs, too. We didn't have Reed in the playoffs. Yes, we did. He was the losing pitcher in Game 5, Steve. Was he? Yeah. We had Reed in 2015? Yeah. We picked him up in September. Did we? Yeah, he was the losing pitcher in Game (laughs) 5. Why do I not remember having Addison Reed in 2015? He got lit up in Game 5 in the extra innings. Well, that I remember, I remember. Addison Reed was on the squad. I remember he was definitely on the squad in 2015. That I remember him. I remember getting whoever got whoever pitched the last inning got lit up because after we gave up like two runs, we left. We're like we're not watching the yeah, other team celebrate again. It was great. Considering that was the second time I've been to a game five of the World Series, and yeah, maybe you don't go to anymore. <laughs> You're at that game. I was at that game. I was at the uh, in the Yankee game too. How's that game five? Oh, really? The uh, <laughs> wait, the Yankee game? What, the Yankee, what, what the game? Yankee Met two thousand World Series game five. Oh, were you really? <laughs> the clinch for the Yankees. I I officially can't go to Mets are about to get eliminated games. That was the last game, right? Yeah. So yeah, that was the last game. Hey, I, went to, I was at that game. I was at the the twenty fifteen game five World Series, and I was at the wild card game last year. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, three sad. straight elimination games, basically. I went to for the Mets yeah. that they lost. Yeah, it's bad luck for them. Man. <laughs> yeah, my dream is to be at a some sort of clinching World Series game. I haven't been yet. I've never been to one World Series game, and they lost. But whatever. So, like, so Reed yeah. had a terrible NLDS in two games, ending in a third. Actually, no, it really wasn't bad. Ending in a third, two hits, one run, a strikeout, but his ERA was six seven five. And the NLCS, two games, two innings, perfect. And then in the World Series, he pitched in all five games. Doesn't say whether he won, won or lost, though. I remember he lost. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need Oh, to there eat. it is. Lost, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he went 0-1 with a 9.82. Dude, nobody likes this uh, Frank Nikita, uh, Frank Tequila pick. What do, what do you, of course, we. Why would anybody? Does anybody ever like any pick? Let's let's see how he. Well, does. apparently they left De- Dennis Smith Jr. on the table, so. You know that's. You know we'll see how that one works, but I like it. I honestly like the pick. All right, we got to talk about the most hypocritical thing ever to happen in sports history last night. Cespedes talking to Puig about not. Showboating. Cespedes did it too? Right. 
You didn't see what happened? I first off, what an- happened. first off, I Anthony Tacoma just tweeted out that Jonas Cespedes was so steaming mad at Lu- at Puig last night. Jose Reyes said he's never seen Cespedes like that. <laughs> I saw Flores getting cursed right. out. Flores, Flores said just run the bases. Puig cursed him out. You, yeah. And Travis said something to him when he got to the plate, yeah, too. Tra- but Travis but, is a wimp about it. <laughs> Travis like, please don't do this. The best, the best tweet was, Wilmer Flores is that bat song's a friend's theme song. Do you really trust him in a fight? <laughs> um, but then between innings, when the Mets were leaving the field and Puig was running, or not when Puig was running back out, I think it was when Puig was going to the, was going back to the bench and the Mets were coming out. Cespedes and Reyes were the two people that were talking to him. Like, don't do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that. That was a really weird moment. I just first off, Reyes was the biggest show gloater when he first came up. Yeah, no, nah, they're the last two. They're the last two to ever say anything. Especially Cespedes trotting when he hits a home run all the time. Do we not remember what he did against the Dodgers? He stood there for three minutes before he... Him and Francesa both had the same look on their face yeah. when the ball left the bat. <laughs> so what are, what are the Yankees in store for this weekend? They they got All-Timers Day on Sunday. Um, are you going to All-Timers Day? Are you going to any games this weekend? Uh, I got offered tickets to go on All-Timers Day, unfortunately, one of my buddies... But I'm actually going to the three-on-three tournament, the big three tournament, the Barclays Center. You guys hear about this? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm doing that. We got these tickets a long time ago. Uh, ooh, Hicks just hit a shot. It's caught, though. But, uh, yeah, we're going. We got and we got this uh, this pre-sale, which is awesome. And we got uh, lower-level seats. We're going to be watching Allen Iverson and all them. But I'm a little upset because there's a pretty good crowd for um, pretty good crowd for old-timers day this yeah. year. Or his first well, year. Well, yeah, Posada, Whitey Ford's going to be back. He wasn't there. It was a long time since he's been there. And he's like, Whitey Ford's like the last remaining Yankee, you know, the last remaining guy from that generation, you know, from that that right, generation right, right. of 50s, 60s Yankees teams, you know, now that Yogi has passed. So it would have been cool to see him. And I'm just, I've been to Old Timers Day before and, I, I, these big ceremonies, I kind of enjoy more watching them on TV because you get the c- full coverage. You get, yeah. you know, better views of the players. You get interviews with the players. Yeah, you, you know, get the commentary. Mic- yeah, you get the mic'd up. Uh, you get Old the mic'd up yeah. yeah. meal, and you get the Coney, and you get. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Flaherty's yeah. mic'd up also. Oh, and sometimes they'll throw some mics on other guys too, yeah. just to have. I love mic'd. when they do that. My first uh, old timers day was a. Um, it was a I was, I was a high school graduation gift, and it was sitting in the legend seats actually, which was unbelievable. It was like, so I got there early for batting practice, and all the, well the uh, the old timers they take batting practice also. Yeah. So that was just so cool watching these guys take batting practice at the legend seats. Uh, it was my first time sitting in legend seats. Also, it was like 2011, and uh, yeah, it was definitely an experience. I didn't even want to go eat food. I just wanted to watch these guys play the whole time. So, it, they're, they're, it's always a fun day, though. It's a fun. I went a fun to Old Timers Day two years ago. Yeah. And my buddy and I got there really early. We're like, they're gonna take BP. We we both have book bags of baseballs with us because we're thinking we're just gonna see if we can get anybody who's anybody. So I'm walk. We're walking around the field level, and and um. And I notice it was Tino, 
pet it, um, and like Paulie and Bernie just kind of hanging out by the dugout, by the bat, like the batters, like like the on deck circle, by the dugout, and I'm like, and I go to walk down there, and some guy stops me, and he's like, you can't go down there, Legends Club tickets only. I'm like, I'm giving, I'm going to hand you my wallet and I'm going to hand you my book bag. I'm going to take four baseballs. I'm going to take my pen and go down there. And the guy's like, nope, not happening. Can't do it. And I'm like, I'm literally giving you everything I have going down there and I have to come back and get it. I'm not going to give you my wallet and leave. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a weird situation there. Um, it's Like, like I get it. It's Legends Club only and they don't want people to stick. But the joke's on that guy because we ended up, um, I think that was A-Rod's second, yeah, it was two years ago, so it was the second to last year. It was A-Rod's first year back from the from the suspension. So everything, he was signing everything and anything for everybody. So that first section that's <laughs> right outside the, the Legends Club, we went all the way to the front row and everybody was getting autographs, autographs, and they all left. And it was just me and my friend hanging out on the wall. I'm like, let's just hang out here until someone comes and sits in these seats right here. And then we'll bail. And worst, best case scenario is A-Rod's going to be over here and maybe we'll get him to sign, which would have been sweet. The Rod. Does that guy ever sign, though? He signs. He was signing everything that year. Like, anybody who had something, he was signing. So he yeah, literally, really? we literally had eye contact with him. He was running. He was doing his running back and forth right, direct, right parallel with us, like straight with us, basically. And he, like, waved at us, and, like, I showed him that I had a baseball, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he finished running, and he goes right over to where the legend seats are, like, four seats away from me, and starts signing for people down the line, and just keeps signing all the way down the line towards the dugout. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's a terrible story, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Imagine, um, Alex Rodriguez. Oh, I would love it would to. have been never... sweet just to get, you know, I, even if he yeah, just took a picture I've never of me been... or something. I never been to. That's the dream these days, just to get a selfie with guys, you know, or something. Um, but it ended up being that no one came to those seats in that first row, so I ended up sitting there. And then, like, my friend and I were worried because in case we had to go to the bathroom, we didn't have seat tickets to get back in the section. But I overheard the like drunk college kids behind me were leaving. They're like, Classic. "Oh, people are hanging out at the bar down the block. Let's leave." So I went to them. I'm like, "Can we just get one of your tickets, just in case, because these aren't our real seats?" And the guy's like, "Here's two. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so yeah, there it is. Malik Monk That's just good. got tra- uh, drafted by the Hornets. You guys, Kentucky guy. Uh, second. Okay. What do you guys like better? Do you guys like the tailgate or like going to a bar before the game? I know City Field doesn't really. I guess they have McFadden. Yeah, McFadden. I would tailgate. I'd rather just go in. I'd rather I, get there yeah, on time. I, I don't. I don't really tailgate for baseball games. I'll be honest. So I miss right. I have a I have a family friend who does tailgate a lot of like the weekend games they go to that when like it's a big group of us going like a couple weeks ago it was firework night we had a big tailgate for it and it is fun but like you know it's there not are football it's not, yeah it's not a football tailgate like no it's definitely not a football tailgate I guess in general I mean yeah listen I think tailgates are my family they never hit my parents or my dad at least never tailgated so. I guess I didn't really get brought up in that culture, but once I got into college, I guess, and I guess a little bit of high school, yeah, that's when I really same, started to tailgate with friends. It's just yeah. so fun. Like, it's yeah, crazy same, yeah. fun. 
Right, and like when it comes to football games, we're there at eight fifteen in the morning. Yeah, yeah. We, and we're, we're drinking till twelve, yeah. and then we're going into a football game. We, it's like we outdo ourselves. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, we're football. We outdo it. We literally have the same conversation every year. Who cares? We don't care what happens as much as we care what happens on the field. We go undefeated too. Right, you never lose before before we, the game. It's always a good time. Lose, we don't. It's always a great time every time. I mean, you can. You could lose, but yeah, you definitely <laughs> one too many fireball shots. Forget about it. But at the end of the day, even if you wake up in the porta potty, it's a story, you know. <laughs> it's uh, and then your team loses. So if your team loses, that's the worst part. Alright, so you're not going to the Yankee game, so that's a lot of that, but it's all good. You're excited about the big, uh, the three-on-three tournament? Who else is in that league? I, f- I forget. So you got, like... You got AI, Al- you got... You got uh, AI, you got Jason Williams. Steven Jackson, I remember. Kenyon Steven Martin. Jackson. Kenyon yeah, Kmart. I think Rasheed Wallace is in it. That's what I heard. I believe uh, so. Pretty much whoever was with uh, uh, Michael Rappaport, because he's like their commentator of some sort. Yeah, he's doing all that like, the commentating. Yeah, he's the hype. Oh, is he really? Yeah. I don't. I really don't know much about it. I don't know the format. I don't know. They don't really don't talk how, about the format either, but I know. I think Oakley's that. in it too. Yeah, he's one of the. He, he's oh yeah, o- he's like I think he's a player coach. I think yeah, he play, may play a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, I yeah, met Kevin Martin once. I'm going in completely blindsided. I don't really know what to expect, but you know, there's a lot of advertisement on the radio, and I got into it. I was intrigued. Um, I listen. I, I think, you know, retired athletes is just they're just fascinating in general because you always see, you know, maybe, even when you're retired, these guys are still significantly better at these sports than anybody else in the world. Like Allen Iverson, I'm sure, is still up there. Just an incredible, incredible basketball player. So I think people underestimate an athlete's skill after they retire. So I'm just kind of excited to see this for the first time, to see an athlete participate um, in a competitive environment after retirement. Guys in their 40s, 50s, you know? When do you ever see that? You never do. Oh, I don't know. So Ben Simmons tweets out, crazy pills. Right after Ball was drafted, and Joel Embiid goes, please dunk on him so hard that his daddy runs on the court to save him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Embiid, what a guy. Yo, they're going to have so Jesus. much fun. People want to face this kid. That's what it comes down to now. But his dad also said it the best. All this talking makes everybody want to face him, which is going to make him better. Because he's going to go up against the best talent. Everyone's going to give him what may, what's going to make you better than facing the best of your opponent. Yeah, man. Hey, yeah. Listen, it's going to be fun. This is, I think there's some good young talent in, in uh, the NBA right now. And I hope this, this uh, Frank Tequila guy is up there. <laughs> so we're calling him Tequila? We got to get shirts. <laughs> I get Frank Tequila shirts. Oh, straight to Barstool. Instead of Frank the Tank, Frank Tequila's. Frank Tequila. <laughs> he seems like a good kid too, like a like a good person. He bailed on his team to come to a draft. That's not a good team. That's not a good teammate. Ah well, <laughs> let's be real. You gotta you gotta do. I think he's going back though. I think he's going back for. Uh... He's leaving in the morning apparently to go right back to playing another game. 
But does that no. mean he's going to sign here? Or is he going to stay in France? No, he's going to sign. Got to sign. Got to sign. Luke Kennard, Detroit basketball. This kid was supposed to be good, right? Yeah. Well, Judge is coming up. All right, let's put Judge on. Ugh. Ow. I really don't care anymore. <laughs> Stop everything we're doing. <laughs> Judge is up. Tell your friends. Judge and jury. Is Puig in the lineup tonight, by the way? I don't know. I don't no, I care. I haven't watched a minute of... Oh, I watched the opening inning last night with Grandy, so that was nice. Lineups. I went to Puig with... batting eighth. Does oh. Steven Matz hit Puig, or is he such no, a pussy? Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. He's got that... He's got that... I look strong, Long Island look, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh, great. No, honestly, Kevin I... Kevin Ciccini getting another game, by the way. Good for him. Even though he's being sent back to Vegas in the morning. Is he? His dribble comes back, so they're sending oh, him to okay. Vegas. Makes sense. Wilmer will play third or second, and then... Wilmer! Reyes goes to third, Wilmer plays second, mm-hmm. Cabrera plays short. Wilmer! He's a backup utility guy. They send uh, Reynolds down. Oh, I don't know. Wilmer! Sorry. All I know is it's Game of Thrones night. And uh, that just did it. There he is, the judge. The judge. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy's calves. It's so weird that is we're he, going to San Francisco and won't monster. see... Won't see. What's his name? Who's the pitcher? Bumgarner. Oh, well, he hurt himself doing stupid things, so. <laughs> Karelia. Which one's worse? Aaron Boone on the basketball court? Ooh, he just missed that one. <laughs> or, or Bumgarner on a dirt bike? Bumgarner? Oh, I think basketball. it's Boone on the basketball court. Yeah, because he then got within the Yankees got a run because of that. Right, the Yankees don't get A-Rod if Boone doesn't break his leg. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm well, sure they would have, but they just... Right, because the Red Sox were talking to him. They weren't going to let the Red Sox have him. Well, yeah. I don't know. Bumgarner's kind of soft for falling off that dirt bike, if you ask me. <laughs> why are you dirt biking on an off day? Why are you dirt biking? And if you're dirt bike, why are you... And where are you dirt biking in San Francisco? That's a good question. <laughs> like it's a huge city with like every block is a mountain. <laughs> like why are you on a dirt bike? It's a great question. I don't know why you're on a dirt bike. Maybe you just flew off one of those giant hills, you know. But then again, if you go over like one bridge, you're in Oakland, and that's all, you know. Oh, judge struck out. That's not fun. Suspension. Because he has a gap in his teeth. He's a bum. All set. <laughs> All athletes with gaps in their teeth turn out to be bums. I'm not saying. <laughs> Ow. All right, Justin. So we left. Did we let we left Dennis Smith and Monk on the table? Is that what happened? Uh, yep. For a French guy. Yep. Yes, we did. Dude, I don't know. Monk was pretty good too. I saw his. Hi- I really liked his highlight reels. Yeah, I, I've, I've wanted Monk. 
Trust Phil Jackson. Don't you guys listen? He said he knows what he's doing. We'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to kill me if these guys turn out stars. Right, everybody wants to hate Phil Jackson so badly that if these guys all turn out, it'll be great. Like, no one could be mad at him. Let's see what happens. Imagine, like, four years from now, these guys win a championship for the Knicks, and Jackson's not even there, and everyone's like, oh, crap, Jackson's got us, these guys. It's frustrating. So frustrating. Alrighty, with that being said, Justin... Yeah, pleasure as always. Uh, it's always fun, guys. It's always a good time. It's just really nerve wracking with the Knicks right now. I mean, I like the pick. I really like the kid. It's not but... the kid's fault. Let's see what the kid does. It's, it's... See what the kid does. I just get nervous that you know. Oh, the Knicks lock, yes. Monk and Monk and Dennis Smith. Those. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> wow, I just heard from somebody I haven't heard in a while on Twitter. That's hilarious. Devin Mitchell, huh? All right. I don't think All there's right, any guys. Michigan guys in the draft this year. Fellas, it's always a fun time. Always is. You guys, staying up to, you, guys, you guys been staying up to watch these West Coast games? Absolutely not. I make it to like the fifth inning and then it's just like... I, I've, had the, uh, I've had overtime this week, so I haven't been making it. West Coast trips suck. I remember not being old and being able to stay <laughs> up and watch every minute of every West Coast trip and loving it because no one would be annoying me. I would be able to watch the whole thing, no interruption free. Those were fun days. I was watching, I watched the first like three, four games of uh, Yankees road trip and it was like till like 2.30 and they just blew most of them and, I just, and I'm like, you know what, no, I'm done. I, I knew they were going to blow the the rest, so I went to sleep early. Great move on my end. Good call. Yeah, so. <sighs> you know how it is. And the caster just struck out the end of the inning. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Episode 184, guys. It's, pre- it's pretty legit. Yeah. Is that, is that what 184. it is? 184 today. And this is time number like three, four, maybe for you. Yeah, three, four, something like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, always have a good time. Definitely, we'll definitely have you on again soon. Oh hell yeah! Awesome. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Justin. All right, fellas. Welcome back to episode 184 of the SMD Podcast Show. Uh, once again, thank you to Justin for joining us on the, this week's show. Yeah, the show is a little different this week. Thank you for coming on and dealing with us watching the live draft. Uh, it was very interesting. Like We always figured there was going to be a dud of draft trading-wise for the next, but see what happens with the French guy. Let's hopefully, hopefully he is what... He's supposed to be. Listen, another thing is we Nick talked about... Nick Fan's just like the boo. It's like the Eagles. It's like the Jets. Right. It's like... I think it's the fill factor. At this point, it's yeah, the fill factor. it's the fill factor. Right. Whoever we were going to draft was going to get... You're trying to get Dolan to think that nobody likes Phil, but Dolan trusts Phil. Phil's not leaving. He's got, I think, two more years on the contract. So, until that contract's up, he's not going anywhere. 
Um, it was a fun segment with Justin. It was kind of, you know, mix and match some baseball in there, and yeah. just kind of a bit of everything put together. Yeah, um, the Mets suck. Um, like we mentioned two episodes, well, episode ago, we didn't record last week. We could have easily been, the season would have been over if we had a bad stretch. And unfortunately, we lost three out of four against the Nats after the winning two out of four against the Cubs. Two out of three against Two out of three against the Cubs. Then losing three out of four with the, uh, the Nats. Nats. And then potentially getting sweep tonight, a four-game sweep against the Dodgers tonight. In LA. Um... Of the list of injuries, who's the one that you think was the biggest blow to the season and basically affected everything? Uh, well, you got to think it's either familiar or Noah. I think it's gonna be Noah. I think it was Noah because the way our pitching staff, instead of having just Degrom, we would have had Degrom and Noah. We would have had Degrom and Noah. So, now it's just DeGrom. Right. And then you had Wheeler pitching well, but he's been, you know, yeah, his arm got that tired. Was, that his was arm's getting happen. tired. That was going to yeah. happen. Especially being out for two years. The, big, the biggest problem with the Wheeler injury is, is the fact that he pitched and the Mets said, oh, he's fine. And then the next day he's on the disabled list. Like, Typical. Get, get, like, nobody's communicating with each other. And, Typical. Right. He, of course, he's going to say he's fine. I mean... And his Noah was fine too. <laughs> his part Noah, but you know it, it. At this point, and we don't. And at this rate, he's not coming back this season. Right, they're saying it could be at least another four weeks till he picks up a baseball, which means another at least eight weeks. And we're already nine season. games under five hundred, so there's. No I think. Point. I think in four weeks you let him pick up the baseball. Oh yeah. But in know. eight weeks, you see where you're at. You may tell him to go pitch in Vegas or in Binghamton and say. Get some work in. We'll see you in in the fall. It could be one of those. Let's let's see what we have behind you the rest of the way, and let them earn their way to the team next year. So I think the trading chips that the Mets could get get something out of. You got to think of guys with contracts. I th- you thinking of Duda? Unfortunately, no longer Walker. Because uh, they, depending on the depends injury. on when he comes back. Depends on if he comes yes, back. Yes, and he does anything when he comes back. I think Duda could be, could be an August. Trade. Yeah, I think Bruce, obviously, if they don't think they want to resign him, I would want to kick the tires. I'm sorry. I would would want to kick the tires and see what happens with Bruce. He's deserving the chance to play. Right. Uh, And then I think Grandy. You think someone's going to want him, though? I think you'll be happy with a a C or a D prospect for him. Yeah, point. no, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm just trying to I get I mean, if anything. you could package, you yeah. know, you could find the... I'm oh, not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not saying we're going to get the top prospect for Grandy, but he's been playing better as of late. Right. He would be good on a team that's just ready to get there for a playoff race right now. And could bat off the bench for a playoff team. Or even players. start. Right, could start playoff Because he should be starting in most, a lot of teams, let's face it, just, we have Jay Bruce and Conforto and Cespedes, he's just not going to be playing. Right. Unfortunately, Juan, it looks like his season's over with, and yeah, his trade sad. value is off the table. Yeah, which is sad. Right. And then... Um, That's about it, because we have no bullpen to uh, nobody trade. Nobody in the pen. Oh, Addison. Man. If you're going to trade, if there's anybody in there to trade, it's Addison. Yeah, but we don't have a closer. So. They're saying Familiar could be back by the end of July. Why, by the time why push it? Uh, there's, you know what? He's the type of guy where, where the seat... Where, 
this whole season started, starting last October. Yeah. You need him out there. You need to throw him out there so his confidence is ready for next year. That's what it comes down to. Because yeah. think about it. Wild card game. Yeah. And then and he then did not year. look good coming back. A couple games, but not great after the suspension. So bring him back. You let him get working. He may even be a guy you look to move if he comes back. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm not trading a 50-save guy, but you the never know. The thing with him is we overworked him so much, so maybe next year, just fresh start next year. Right. That's my logic out of it. I don't know. Because next year we're going all in for it next year. Obviously, we did this year, but the injuries just played a the, huge part to it. The year. biggest problem with this year was they went on such a great run at the end of the year yes. that they brought back all Every, the same yes, guys. They exactly. didn't... They didn't Granted, granted, they signed Zespedes, and that was a huge signing. Well, we, we didn't know if he was going to go. Yeah, but behind didn't. that, what else did they bring Nothing. in? They brought Blevins back. Yeah, they didn't do anything. Other than give guys raises, what? What? Nothing, Nothing. happened. Nothing. And, you know, we gave away uh, Gabriel Yona for cash, which who would be huge to have right now. Yeah. A team that was supposed to have debt, especially yeah, in the starting yeah. rotation, I would have never zero. thought... I would, I'm sure we thought rough periods here and there. You expect the guys to get hurt. But you didn't know what you were getting out of Wheeler. To happen, I would have never thought. Well, the Noah one I kind of expected. And I said this from the beginning. Once they said when he came in with muscle, with like 20 pounds oh, of muscle, yeah. you knew something was not You did call good. that, and I was just hoping to God that right. wasn't going to be the case. Everybody was being optimistic, but I'm like, he's going to get hurt. This is terrible. Yeah. You, you see bodybuilders. They don't they don't move. They're not flexible. Mm-hmm. Baseball players are supposed to be flexible. Or like Wheeler said the other day, um, talking about being put on the DL, You throw, the way people pitch is not a normal human being's way of moving. No. You're not supposed to move your arm the way they do. So you need that, that less muscle and more flexibility on your arm. For sure. Um, hockey has been interesting. You know, a little couple Islanders. of trades. Islanders with a big trade today. First um, off, thanks to Ryan Strom for everything. I mean, I mean, Capuano couldn't really figure out how to use him. He was him. in Capuano's he, doghouse. He he did start to show up with Dougie on, in charge, but there were games where he was being benched due to lack right. of effort in practice, um, which was always his thing. Like There was always talks about open practices. People would be like, we literally watch Ryan Strom skate to, off the ice. In the middle of practice. Like, you don't do that. You don't get off the ice. You want to be the best player, you stay out there and be the best player. You don't see John Tavares skating off the ice. I guarantee you Crosby doesn't leave practice. Yeah, you know? It was a change of scenery that was needed. He's going to get a payday too because if he has a big year over there, he's going to end up getting paid because he's got one year left. And but Everlay is a good pickup. And if he ever plays well, he could, uh, he could end up playing with Pick David. He's still a... Under twenty five year old yeah, kid, he yeah, still has yeah. chance. Um, it was, I think, it was an equal trade. Obviously, at the moment, the Islanders won the trade, but right. it could it could even it out. The Rangers only losing Lindbergh. Which what is, did they really lose? I mean, yeah, fourth liner. <laughs> so, all right. Of all the players, the Rangers were originally talking about getting rid of, well, leaving because of the expansion draft between Ranta, between uh, Ga- uh, Grabner. Other guys like that. So, good for the Rangers only having to give up a fourth liner. I, I think they ended up saving Rat- Ratner. Uh, Ratna? Yeah, Ratna. Because of the fact that the Islanders made the trade so they would take Berube. Yeah. 
Because yeah. Ratna's a good backup goalie. Yeah, and, and arguably, with the way Flurry plays, he would be playing a decent amount of games. Too. Right, he would play 30, 40 games next year if he was on that team. It would be interesting to see. I think is going to be a third goalie for them, too, or even in the minor leagues for them. Um, because the kid they got from Colorado with their first pick um, mm-hmm. is actually like ta- really talented kid. It's just they what have uh, Vlamar. Uh, okay. Yeah. So they have talent at goalie. They don't need it. Pro- who has a big contract. So you have, you can't just, you know. Hopefully, it, hopefully they find a diamond in the rough in that. That would be good, especially for our expansion team to have a diamond in the rough to Right, waiting on the bench. Around. Right. Um, Flurry's a good piece to build around, too. He's still pretty young. It's only yeah. been 10 years in the league for him. And yeah. he didn't play bad in, when he did play. A couple of bad games. Here they just there. pulled the hook on him. Because they just didn't want to get the series away from him. Right, and also they they had to release him because of his contract. Yeah, it was time to give up a contract. And, and he's ten years younger, older than he's like at least five years younger, older than Murray. And he's also won two about, Stanley Cups right. in two years. And and just two years of a Stanley Cup champion, and finally is now considered a sophomore in the NHL. So he wasn't even a rookie that first year, which is crazy to think. Um, my biggest fear with him, though, is he's had a concussion problem. Oh, yeah. With Murray. Yeah. The yeah. past two years. Um, so, that'll be interesting to see. But I think, I don't know, James Neal, you kind of expected. Really, there's no big names with uh, pick. I like the flyer, the guy that they got from the flyer. Yeah, he's, the he's, defensive flyer from the flyer. The kid they got from Ottawa, they're trying to trade. So, they got a lot of draft picks. They got a ton of draft picks. They, the the league that. sent them up to win because even if they come in next year and win the cup, they're guaranteed a top three odds in the lottery. Oh, okay. For the, for the first three years of existence. Just in case they suck. So. Right. Well, even if they do suck, they're still there. They could have... So, basically, they would push everybody back in the draft just if they win the cup. So, again, right where they're picking two in the draft, early in the picks... Um, talking about Ryan Strom, his brother Dylan plays for Phoenix. The best Strom is coming into the league. The, who's supposed to be the best of the three is in the draft this year. Okay. Yeah. So they could end up with him. Then you got two Stroms in the desert and one in the, all three in the West at least. Yeah, all in the same division. Are they the Vegas I, in that division? I'm going to. Makes sense. I would think so because you would think how. Yeah, Arizona, all there. right? That whole like they all line up far far west, like yeah. the Canadian teams, the California teams, and then those two teams. Yeah, I, I don't get why why the Kings are their rival. Like, why are they considered the Kings of the Knights' rival? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're apparently, the closest proximity. That's why Arizona's not closer. No, the Vegas really? No, it's like a two-hour drive from LA. <laughs> like a three-hour drive. Oh, I didn't even realize that. So, whatever. Um, but, yeah, Islanders' first trip is there in January. I didn't really see where the Rangers' first trip was. I didn't. I'm sure it's at some point. I'm sure I, it's, a, I I'm think sure it's, it's in a, January, I want to say. January, February. January, February as well. They're the last game before the All-Star break there for okay. the Islanders. And they come to the Islanders somewhere in, I think, November. Okay. But, I mean, what what can you exactly expect out of an expansion team? Just be respectful. Right. You want them to do better than Phoenix. And, yeah. and Colorado. Who historically had the worst season in NHL history. Yeah, the Rangers' home openers against the Habs, too. The Avalanche, so. 
Islanders home openers against Buffalo this year. Saturday night before the Giant Charger game. Chargers. So, with that being said, um, everything's going great with the blog, with the podcast, um, all of them, every channel, everybody on the channel. Rate, subscribe, download. Review. Um, please help us out and rate and review us. Uh, iPhones and I believe on the um, the droids, I'm sure, have a review thing yes. to have also. Uh, when you search for the s Podcast channel, it'll, it'll come up and show you the review section and just give us a nice little rate and review. Um, thanks again to Justin for joining us, Weissman and Oz Show. Uh, September 16th, we're doing the Belmore Fair with the Weissman and Oz Show. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, more details coming up uh, in the next month, month and a half. We're going to do some raffles and a lot of fun things that for that. Uh, Jay's Week in Wrestling is always a good time. Rising Apple. we got some new shows we're working on, bringing on with us. So it's going to be a fun time the next couple months. It's going to be a long, uh, hard-working summer. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a well-worth-it summer. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on social media. Uh, thanks again for listening. Thanks again to Justin. Any final words? No, just enjoy the the Yankees, I guess, until training camp. <laughs> uh, hopefully, the Mets just wake up and just be respectable. Win win three games a week. Yeah, just win, a win three days. games and don't lose by twelve. Yes, <laughs> yes. Don't make me turn off the channel after the first inning. Right. I was very impressed yesterday when Tyler Pill didn't give up a run in the first inning. Yeah, well, that was the first time in a week. So, with that being said, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks, guys. Yeah.